Zahia, over the last couple of episodes here of Let's Talk Ed, we have been talking about uh, serving our students um, that, that we have, working to make sure that they are are growing and empowered through education. And one of the things that you see uh, at the college level that's really important is, is we want our students when they leave us to be able to be, uh, you know, good at, at these things like, you know, speaking and writing and math. And, and we do things to, to, you know, make sure that, that we're, checking those boxes, for lack of a better term, uh, and, and having courses that focus on topics like that. Yes. With that said, many of us are um, stuck with the idea that being able to speak and being able to compose and make sense means uh, uh, Shakespeare and doing math means algebra and calculus and differential equations. And that's not what the, well, go ahead, please. I was going to say, let me give you a couple of examples of that. So when, when I was in college, you all of a sudden got me all excited here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, when I was in college, uh, I'm going to talk about a couple of things we, we had for pretty much all first year students. There was a class that, that focused on, uh, college writing. And since everybody had to take it, there were a bunch of different sections of it. And who you got as an instructor might dictate what your materials look like. Right. So I had a friend of mine, when you mentioned Shakespeare, uh, they were largely writing about, you know, Shakespeare and, and the classics. And I had a professor that was very punk rock looking in appearance and we were writing about pop culture and everything at the end of the day was the same. We still had to research. We still had to, you know, have a, a bibliography of sources. Uh, we had to, you know, cite what we used. It wasn't like we were just, I like rap music. So that's what I'm going to write about. Uh, you know, you could write about that, but you were still expected to pull from from sources, seminal materials and all of that to promote that sort of thing and get an understanding of how to do that. Uh, so that's one example. Uh, another example. So uh, I attended it was a liberal arts university and uh, we had to have courses that fulfilled certain categories within that. And then also, in order to graduate, we had to have a Q course, a W course, and an S course. So the S course would focus on something that, that was speech, and speech was heavily rooted in what you were doing in that class. Didn't have to be solely a speech class. A W class, again, what you're being evaluated on is, is heavily based on your writing, but it didn't have to be solely a composition class. So one of my W classes was a music appreciation class. I, I had more than one W class when I was there. So it wasn't like, oh, I took composition and analysis three and got my W. Uh, and then we had a Q class and the Q classes were, were quantitative reasoning. And uh, I got a Q class, I, I got a couple of Q classes my freshman year, 
Uh, one was an entry-level Econ 101 class. One was an oceanography class. Uh, I never took a math class in college, a true math class in college, but I was able to fulfill that part of my education without going in and taking college algebra or calculus or, you know, mathematics with pain or whatever, you know, joke that you have with college level math. And, and, I, and, and I appreciate that you brought this up because, because those are absolutely salient points. What we're interested in for the overwhelming majority of students is math literacy, is being quantitatively apt. For the student, even when you go into engineering, even when you go into uh, uh, heavy math, heavy areas, the applications on a daily basis are many times not rooted in your in your uh, equational formulaic math and and your calculus and your differential equations and your uh, linear regressions and nonlinear regressions and you know all of the things that give many people a pain in, in, in the neck, they are rooted. What you want the average person to know is, is, uh, is this mouth worth buying from store A or store B, or is it even worth buying this mouse as opposed to another one, which is a quantitative approach? What is the probability, right? That's what you use on a daily basis. So, Yes, you use math on a daily basis. You don't use calculus on a daily basis. And, and you know, I get into it and, and people are very adamant, you know, like in English. Oh, they need to do to know MLA and APA uh, citations. And, and if they don't, that means that they are plagiarizing. Let's slow down here. What are we trying to teach them? Are we trying to teach them to have a conversation and find evidence and use it? to justify a point of view or use it to change their own opinion because goodness forbid, we learn from somebody else. Well, and Zahi, what's, what's one of the things that we hear from employers all the time that, that they want students that are coming into them, graduates from our institutions that are coming into them that have, you know, all of these different skills. And, and one of them that you hear regularly is problem solving. Yeah. And, you know, problem solving is more than, you know, A squared plus B squared and, you know, figure out what X is and all of that. Is that a part of problem solving? Yes. Is that exclusively what problem solving is? No. Uh, you know, that is a tool to solve a problem, but not the only way you solve that problem. And, you uh, you know, if, if we are taking people, because uh, the reality is math scares a lot of people. Um, and, and if we are saying the only way that you are going to uh, take, you know, the, the only way you're going to be math literate is to take painful calculus for, you know, super smarties. Uh, and that's all you can do like that. That may not be the best route. You know, nor do I think I, you know, I wouldn't say, oh, well, we'll solve that by, um, you know, we're going to offer a math for everybody else class. Uh, 
that, you know, is often something else that is done where, you know, we will take something, we'll call it technical math or, or something like that, that, that checks that box. But is it maybe the best and only solution? I, and I don't think that's the case. I agree. To give you examples, my, my brother-in-law, Dale, is, is a construction guy. He, he, he's owned his own company and he's worked for a few different companies. Dale didn't study engineering and take 10 years worth of math. But he's figured out how to square an angle. He goes three, four, five, which is A squared plus B squared equals C squared, which gives you exactly how to square it. He knows how to uh, pitch a roof, or which is your, your uh, you know, sine cosine. He knows how to cut stairs, which is, again, sine and cosine and drops and what have you. But also Dale, who's an exceedingly smart fella, he knows that there are apps on his phone and there are calculators that in the background, though by people who, knows the, who know those equations, and now he's putting in the information. And we all do that. We all do. Do you think that when we punch in an address and our GPS is just an address, there is no math behind it. There is no geography behind it. There is no whatever behind it. There are lots of things behind it, but all we're doing is punching. I want to go from Robinson to, uh, to Oblong. Boom, boom. It, it tells me how to go there and how long it's likely to take and, and whether there's traffic jam or not. So what we want is a, society that can thrive as opposed to a society that we tell you're not smart enough. Well, Zahi left on a video at uh, 4.53 and talked for this long. Chris left on a video at 10.58 and talked for this long. How long until they get together on the video? And that that's, uh, you know, obviously the era that we grew up in. We have been talking about math literacy. We we're having a little fun here at the end with it. If you enjoy topics like this, be sure and subscribe to us here on YouTube. Ring that bell down below. You'll get notified when we post new content or when I make really weird jokes at the end like that. Uh, and of course, you can find Let's Talk Ed on all of your favorite podcasting platforms as well. So uh, for Z squared, Dr. Zahi Atala, I'm C squared, Chris Ward. We'll see you next time right here on Let's Talk Ed.